It happened to me a lot that when I met new people and they say, oh, what do you do? I'm an actress. Oh, you're an actor. I always wanted to be an actress, but, but blah, 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 blah. So, so I said, listen, do you want to be an actress? Find me two more people that's going to be easy that always wanted to be an actress. Call me back and we will do, and I will do a show for you. This was a Tuesday. On Friday, three people called me. On Monday, we rehearsed the first time. A lot of people approached, I always wanted to be an actor. So I'm just very sick about this, so let's do the show. You know, I will, I will let you become an actress now, you know? Welcome everyone, we are in People Are People, a new podcast that proposes you to talk with people and to learn about their personal story, where they are today and where they try to go. Uh, tonight we are four, so we have the usual uh, three person, Alan from Switzerland. Hello Alan. Hey everyone. Emil and me from Barcelona. Hello. And tonight uh, we meet a new guest, which is uh, Romy. Hello. <laughs> And to present Romy, maybe Emil, you can tell us one anecdote about her. Yeah. So, so um, a few months ago, I um, I moved from I moved into a new flat. I moved from a very small uh, one-bedroom flat to a bigger place. I was lucky because my friends were moving out of that bigger place, so I I could sort of swoop in and and get their old place. Uh, it's a it's a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, big, eighty, ninety square meter uh, place, and uh, like living there for or almost after a month, I uh, uh, I was still living in boxes. Like there was still, I hadn't organized any, anything really. I had barely uh, bought lamps and, and, and things. I had a few furniture. It was livable, but like I, I had so much more to, to organize and, and it, was, it was a bit stressful, uh, honestly. Uh, and then one, one uh, Friday evening, I, I just went out for drinks with some friends. And uh, uh, we bumped into a mutual friend uh, uh, with with Romy, so uh, just out of chance, and and we we spent uh, the night all together as a group. Romy really needed a place to stay, and I had a big empty apartment, so it was a a, a very a very good match, uh, and that we decided to so like. And since three weeks, Romy is uh, renting my guest room. But uh, there is a part missing there that before we met, uh, I was crying on the park because I didn't have a place to stay anymore. Uh, this mutual friend between us, uh, she allowed me to stay like for one extra day. And as she saw me crying in the park, she invited me for a drink. We went to a bermuderia and we ran with some friends and there was a meal. Uh, he had a flat and I needed a place to stay. So we, he invited me 
to to come live to his apartment and see if we get along. Uh, we had getting along. It was a very uh, nice coincidence because, as he said, he was living in with boxes, and I didn't have a place to stay. So we did. Uh, we made a good match. Great. <laughs> so the only condition was to, to come to people, uh, our people, for uh, as soon as uh, as she became your roommate, or uh, no? Because she, because Romy is a very uh, interesting person. Uh, we've had so many cool conversations, and uh, like her, like going for it and going from Chile uh, to Barcelona, like a big step in the world. And and I, I just very early on I realized that she would be a perfect guest for for our podcast. Just a reminder: you can find us on uh, YouTube, on Spotify, on. Uh, iTunes and on any major uh, podcast uh, provider and the point is to have one other of this discussion with interesting people except this time it's recorded so you can listen to it <laughs> let's go uh, maybe uh, Romy we can start by right now what is very important in your life that's tough well I think what is important today is that I'm really pursuing my career as an actress in cinema. So I'm working very hard to achieve that. Um, it sounds strange even for me because it's like saying, dude, I want to be a rock star. It's like, what do you want to do? I want to be a cinema actress. And it's, it's hard. And, and now I'm just starting to figure out how is the process, what I have to do. Um, and I believe before that it was going to be, I was going to approach, have an easier approach. And sometimes it looks further away because now I understand how the process is. It's hard. There's a lot of steps to follow, but I don't want to give up on that dream yet. Have you ever been in a movie or a short, mo for short film? Yeah, in Chile, I work a lot in cinema, like Uh, in front and behind the camera. I had a, like a film production company also. And I have been in different movies, different style, not too many movies, but a lot of short films. So I do have the experience. I just wanted to be very professional about it. That's why I came here. And so, uh, because I was asking that to understand what what is, when will you consider you are a movie Uh, cinema actress or where because you already you've already been in movies yeah but I don't have an stability about it so my my intent here is to get an agent uh, and to be able to live by acting in movies right. or in short films or in tv shows so that's what I want to do with my life and as, as a, if I get pay for doing that, you know, and I can afford living and paying rent. I think that's the dream. I don't mind being like famous and the celebrity. I just want to work in movies, you know, independent, you know, uh, student movie, professional movies, anything. I just, it's where I'm most happy when I'm on, on the set, when we're on the road, when we're filming, I'm very very happy doing that why are you happy doing that i think it's because well people treat you differently when you are an actress 
in a film production and they're very kind. I know when you are not the actress, uh, sometimes they, they treat you like crap <laughs> because you have to take care of a lot of things. But I love acting. I love the, the rhythm, the rhythm of the process of the film production, uh, going to different locations, uh, treating with different people, uh, meeting new people, and nothing is, is the same. It's always changing. And it feels like, um, it feels great for me. It's, that's what I love it. And, and uh, uh, what about the process in, in acting is, is, is what makes it tick for you? The process in acting, I think, is about discovering what the text is, is saying to me, how the character is, what I have to imagine about it, the the background story of it, how will I play it with my my partner in the scene, and and you start to discover a lot of different ways to approach it, and it's it's meeting new things every time, like I all myself like every time they say oh yes this is the way you should say this line and then you figure out another way and another way and it's always discovering different things that amuse me a lot since when do you have this kind of dream when did you decide to that that's that's it that's what you want to do and that's how you want to i think i was very little when i, I said like i want to be an actress i don't know why i haven't been to the theater or maybe I, I did and I don't remember like for in kindergarten uh, we have this uh, school plays at the end of the year and I was always the protagonist I was always directing my uh, classmates I was always telling people what to do I was very good at it and I, I knew what I had to do I remember the feeling of the first time I was on a stage at school And it was a little freaking me out, but at the same time, is I know what I have to do. Like, I know it by heart. And just the time went away very, very fast. And I got used to be on a stage because I also had um, ballet for four years. So I used to dance uh, solos in the municipal theater when I was around six to nine year old. And that was very comfortable for me. I I love it. I, ne I was never afraid of the audience or the lies. It was like, oh, God, uh, it's a bit scary, but I know what to do. So I felt very confident, very confident about it. Um, I've been asking myself when was actually when I took the decision to say I want to be an actress. And I think when I said it, uh, people in my family also felt encouraged to tell me that that's what I wanted to do. You know, they remind me that. And one time we were walking on the street and was this big billboard with uh, the picture of a Chilean actress that was making a film Cleopatra in Hollywood. And my family said, look, there is where Romy is going to be when she's famous, you know, when she grows up. Like, I was like nine. And I was like, what? I'm going to be in a billboard? Like, 
yeah, because I'm going to be a cinema actress, you know. And this girl was like fairly naked, covered with something. I said, but I cannot do that. My family will see me naked. As a movie actress, I will have to do this. I, I know I can't take him, I can, but well, if I want to be a movie actress, I will. You know, just this train of thought when I was like nine or 10 years old, um, my family already knew that that's what I wanted to do, you know. So I just think I keep remem uh, remembering to myself that, and I knew it. I, maybe in another life I was an actress and I just want to keep doing that. I don't know. Well, I'm amazed to, to talk with her, to, to being, you know, to having this uh, conversation with, uh, with an actual actress. So just to give you guys a little bit of context, I had no idea uh, that uh, this conversation was going to take place today until uh, late yesterday evening. So yeah, I'm just discovering uh, and, uh, and it's awesome to, to get to know you, uh, Romy. Um, I, I was thinking... You know, like Shakespeare said, uh, the world is a stage. Uh, I guess we're all somehow in a permanent form of representation. We're all acting uh, at some point. Uh, and I was just wondering, as, as an actual actor, uh, an actual actress, uh, as, a, as a professional, is that something you think of all the time? Do you like rehearse at the till of the supermarket? I'm going to I'm going to be method uh, here, or I'm going to act like this or like that. Is that the kind of stuff that goes through your mind? No, it does not because I don't work for free. Oh, so. yeah, <laughs> very good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, maybe there's a lot of things that I do in life that I don't realize that are part of the my professional career. You know, um, but what I do a lot is when I take a look at people, I imagine their their life, what do they do, uh, how is their relationship with their parents and stuff like that. But I'm not acting all, all day, you know, it takes preparation. It's like, I don't know, I always compare acting with football because people ask me like, how do you learn so many lines? How do you memorize it? And I said like, listen, remember the first time you sit down and you read about how to play football and you read all the rules? I said, I never did that. Okay, how did you learn it? By playing it. So uh, when you're on that stage, you know, you start playing with some stuff, but uh, when you're actually on this match, in the comparison of playing football, uh, you're not going to be a football player every time on on the side of life, you know? Yeah, I don't know if I explain myself well. Super interesting. So from your perspective as a professional, it's really not the same thing, right? It's a, it's a completely different trade, acting as we do in uh, everyday life and actually being in a, in a character for a, for a real role. Yes, definitely, because I can I can use some acting techniques to do some stuff. I don't know, uh, you said like the supermarket, if in any situation I might use something to, to ask for something, you know, or to get something, but it's not acting itself. It requires a lot of technique, um, method, um, and thinking and discovering, you know, so it's very, very different to act a little bit in life 
And to actually be on a stage or in film and prepare a character is, is quite hard work. But, but there are other skills uh, that you learn as, as an actress that, uh, like, I would, I'm thinking about, like, vocal skills, yeah. how to move, yeah, like, your, your body and physicality and with your background in, in dance. Uh, do you have uh, things f from those areas that uh, you're, like, adapting and using in everyday life? Uh, of like how to speak up and, and be clear in, in your conversation or uh, how you move, how that impacts. Like, is that things that you uh, think about and, and are aware uh, in your everyday life? I understand that I have changed a lot, but uh, these things that you are mentioning, they have become organic to me. Everything that I, everything that I learned on theater school had made me the person that I am today. I was uh, very shy on a stage when I started. Um, I didn't know how to communicate well. Uh, I was a bit lazy about studying and now I'm totally different. But it, all these things like the way I talk, the way I can pronounce things, um, they have become organic in my life, you know? So of course there are techniques that I learn Uh, for or to be an actress, that I, I usually use them in my day-to-day -day life, you know. I do notice my posture, I do notice my voice, um, and some other things in the way I behave, too. Um, but I think it's like my, the best decision I made was to, to study theater. And even though um, my mother didn't want me <laughs> to go to theater school, She wanted me to be a lawyer. Uh, I can play a lawyer now. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good skill to yeah. have. Uh, it's interesting this border that you, you put between uh, life and, and acting because you started by saying that you want to be an actress. And the more you were explaining the preparation of the role and acting and everything, I I couldn't stop thinking of when you say I want to be an actress, I have to prepare, I have to find an agent, I have to find everything. I feel like you're preparing a role in the real world about being an actress. Oh, I haven't seen it that way. Uh, well, it could be a, a great role to, <laughs> to play the actress that finds the agent and go to La La Land, you know. Um, yeah, it, it looks like that. Well, I think I'm going then a good job because I am the actress looking for an agent. Because in the end, uh, as, the, as we said in the beginning, that the moment we will decide to say, okay, I am an actress, there is, of, of course, the economical side of things saying, yeah, I can live on it. But it will be the day where you decide that you can say, I am an actress. Like, like you can write the title under your name. You feel that you're legitimate to this. And this is purely fictional is that we decide this it's mm -hmm. not something that that will be written or anywhere like an, a role is fictional I, when i was in school uh we talked with my best friend about you know i'm never going to feel like an, uh, a true actress even i think that uh, we tell ourselves like even if we have been working for 10 years i believe i won't feel like an actress um when i graduate Um, some very well-known actress in, in Chile came to see our presentation and they congratulated me and said like, um, 
like congratulations colleague you know and I was on the same standing on the same place as they were as an actor it's like I couldn't believe that like I'm an actress I'm an actress I'm an actress uh, no, I'm an actor. No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. Um, it took me a while to realize that I was, but it became real when I felt that I was doing work as an actress in films, in theater. Um, it didn't. Ca- it didn't come with the title, with my graduation. It came with the years of working on it. I never stop. Never stop believing. <laughs> You, you've done films and, and uh, theater in Chile. Uh, have you ever done that kind of work outside of Chile? Uh, have you like traveled or lived in, in other places, uh, perhaps? I lived in Buenos Aires for a year and a half. I studied theory and practice of contemporary dance. So I used to do some work over there, but I was focusing on studying mostly. Uh, later, I moved to Sao Paulo. Over there, I was writing my own stuff, and I did a choreography, and then I record myself and edit myself at a dance video, a video dance. And so I dance on the video. Uh, I did everything. And later, this video was shown in in a festival called Mostra de Poesia, Video y Danza in Sao Paulo. And that same year, I think it was like 2014 or 2015, I was on a movie. It was supposed to be a movie, but at the end it was a, a short film. I uh, called uh, A Toca dos Dois Signos. Uh, Two Signs Den, I think is in English. And it went to the London Film Festival and won like as best short film. I think that's been my work on abroad, at least, when I was living in Sao Paulo. And, and you just arrived in Europe or just arrived in Barcelona? Uh, I just arrived in everything. <laughs> I've been here six months. Barcelona was my first stop. I didn't know what I wanted to do, if I wanted to travel or not, or to stay or move to another place. And I was actually coming uh, to go to London because um, the Royal Central from London University offered me a spot at the master degree of um, acting for screen. But it was very, very expensive and I couldn't afford it finally. So seeing that, I, I said, well, I had some friends in Barcelona and I like it and decided to stay. So you said that you arrived in Barcelona not knowing exactly what you were looking for here. You seem to have done a lot of things in South America. And so why leaving South America where your actress career was starting kind of? Because as the Royal Central offered me this spot. Okay, so it was to go to... Uh, yeah, to study the master degree. And uh, I said that if I want to raise the money, I cannot do it in Chile. I had to do it in okay. Europe. So it's... I have more possibilities if I work in Europe to raise the money than if I do it just staying here. When I came here and I realized that it wasn't going to be able, I have to shift my priorities. And to land in Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you're talking about this, if I understood, why is a master degree of acting on screen? Mm-hmm. And just before you said that 
you thought that acting was more something that you you learn by doing, but you felt like it was important to have this master degree that seemed very theoretical or very... Uh... It's very practical. Okay. There are different ways that you learn in that master degree. That is with lectures, you have interviews with people in the industry. So you start actually being part of the industry that is very different just to being on movies or short films, you know. And there's a lot of things that I, I think I know I need to to improve because I am making mistakes in acting on a screen that I probably don't realize it by myself. I need someone that coach me. Um, I have to learn how to present myself on casting, how to talk to the directors, how to take directions. So, um, to also know how to do my own films. And that was a very, very good uh, master because it taught you all of that. Okay. So I'm trying to follow up by myself all the <laughs> things that I should be doing on the master so I don't let uh, be behind. Uh, I've read about castings that I feel like it's something that is horrible when you, because you describe the role, the actress job uh, and the way of doing that is very kind of romantic, doing these roles and everything that is very interesting. But casting can be very hard in the way that you are involving yourself in a role that It will be listened for two minutes and most of the time you will be rejected because you're too tall or too small so it's kind of um but for you this is part of it and uh, you like it too or it's something that how do you feel about casting <laughs> uh well about castings you really have to be confident with yourself to understand that if they don't pick you it's not about because you're not the best or it's different little things. So uh, I like going to castings, not the waiting <laughs> to get into the casting, but I like going to casting and prepare myself. Um, it's hard though, because you know, there's a lot of people like you doing the same and you get rejected a lot. It's not my case because I never get rejected. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, at least uh, my experience in here has been uh, fun because uh, the two castings that I have been to this week, I booked them both. So it's been great for me. Uh, but I had to understand also that it's not going to be this, uh, always the same, you know. And you just have to be confident that it's not about you. It's about what they want. So you just have to keep going. Yeah, this is something that sounds rational to hear, but how do you deal with it? Because it's always, it's like a job interview. Like, of course, it's easy to think, no, but it's them that we don't pick, but it's still you which is rejected. Maybe I haven't been rejected into big castings. Okay. I haven't been into big casting to say, oh my God, I lost the chance to become the next mm -hmm. Game of Thrones, whatever. So I haven't felt that kind of rejection. Maybe I, I haven't been able to to be cast for a short film or something like that. It's like, okay, it's not that hard for me. But um, I, I don't know how well I will handle it if it was a big part for a big movie or a TV show and I don't get it. Uh, I work with my plan B most of the time that is doing my own films, you know, <laughs> trying to do it by myself. So no one will say, oh, you're not right for the bar. I am right for the bar. I write it for myself. I, I was thinking you, you, you 
you were talking earlier about how uh, uh, like how acting or going through acting school and all that you've sort of done um, like professionally have shaped you into become the person that you are today like what other episodes in your life or events uh, have like also shaped you into the person that you are today I think my grandmother uh, shaped me a lot La mia nonna. I love living with her. I live with her um, for the last years that she was alive. Uh, we share a lot. I love living with her. And when when she was gone, it was very hard to uh, overcome that for my whole family and myself. And I made a decision about um, uh, how... How do we keep her alive in ourselves, you know? So I propose on the funeral to all the people in there um, to be what we love most about her. So if we believe that she was a good friend, let's be good friends. If we believe that she was kind, let's be kind. She was a lot of amazing things and I'm trying to live up to what she was. That's very beautiful. And what what is the thing that you picked that you liked? She was happy. She lived life very fully. She was very smart and so I don't know she was so funny and have this kind of life where wherever she went uh, she made friends and she was very sociable and at that period of my life I wasn't I was very depressed uh, uh, closed in my room you know I didn't talk much to people everything was very negative so changing that perspective to try to be as much as she enjoy life, uh, it's been hard, a very hard process, but it's also made me really happy. And I have met amazing people and I have been engaged in awesome situations. I just learned like to say yes to the possibilities. Listening to your story, it it seems to be um, a a real struggle to to work in that industry. like you have to to fight for it every day. You really have to want it. Uh, and I was wondering, what what keeps you going? Aren't there, I don't know, some days when you think, okay, it would just be cool to be a marketing assistant or whatever, you know, not to have to struggle to 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 pay the rent that much. What what is it that that gives you that energy that gives you to, that that will to go on? Um, I think I hate everything else. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. I am not happy when I do things that are not acting or being in cinema producing or assistant. It doesn't make me happy anything else. Maybe like teaching, but it's, it's, it's still teaching theater, working with children, but it's still being an actress. It's, it's what makes me ticks. Um, everything else that I have tried, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. So it's like... A, 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 interior force that is bringing me into like do whatever but as an actress you know and I have uh, given up 
I, I did give up in a moment to say, okay, I have to, um, I'm an adult, I have to pay for my stuff and I had to get a job and I was miserable. I was very miserable. So I was on a breaking point when I said, okay, so if you are this miserable, let's end up this here or you have to have the courage to become what you want. But there's no way back, you know? Once the decision was made, it's everything I do from now on has to be pointing to be happy as an actress, you know? So I did, I, I, I tried to give up. Um, the universe told me, uh-uh, no, not this time, not ever. Uh, I see where the, where the energy comes from <laughs> then. So the whole universe wants to be, wants you to, to be an actress. I did. Yes. <laughs> what, what kind of roles would you like to, to, to find? Anything that pays. <laughs> That's the best role. Uh, I, I actually don't mind because as, as, as long as I'm acting, you just give me whatever part you want. You know, I will do it happily. I have work in fantasy, in fiction, in drama, in not drama. Um, I have done a lot of different things and I just love everything. So I don't mind if it's good or not good. If I, I sometimes I've been like in, in very crappy productions, uh, mostly with students, um, but I have fun with it, so it doesn't matter. But but is there any specific type of characters or roles <laughs> that that often people suggest for you or that you get offered? Like, is there a typical? Like, are you often cast in a specific type of characters? Uh, you're always going to be cast for uh, uh, your profile, like your type, uh, for a screen, you know, because in theater I used to play a 60-year-old woman, you know, no one believed that, but it was theater. Uh, but for camera, yes, and it's very different my type in here that it was in Chile, because in, in Chile um, the tall blonde girl and uh, some in a place like um, uh, more I don't know how, what it's like ABC Uno we call it over there that it means uh, the type of economic uh, like, like uh, 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 wealthy <coughs> yeah. uh, wealthy people wealthy, like posh uh, very posh very posh and very um, I don't mind about other people just by I just mind myself you know that kind of role like high status uh, yeah. roles But in here, it's like, okay, you're Latina, good. So you're playing the nanny, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, so I try to, to skip that type because I don't look Latina either. I'm far away from the Burnett, uh, curvy, Sofia Vergara type. I'm not like that at all. So I'm still trying to figure out what is my proper type and going with something like, um, What's gonna, Claire Danes from Homeland? I'm trying to, that's my, uh, I want that to be my type, you know? You, you were, you just mentioned Claire Danes. Uh, do you have any other sort of idols or uh, like actors, actresses that you always have been looking looking up to or that, that you, you sort of want to be like them? Well, Meryl Streep is amazing. She is so 
naturally organic about the characters and whatever she does is it looks like it fits the character it fits the tone uh it looks very very elegant and well done so it's not like she's putting a lot of effort as i see myself that i do and i think she's amazing i have looked up to her career a lot um, I'm very old school, like Meryl Streep, uh, Helen Mirren, uh, Judy Tench. <laughs> I don't know. Very old school about the actresses. Um, I don't know if I have like a type that I like now, like the contemporary actress. I don't know. As you were describing, you were talking about Mary Strip um, not working, kind of, uh, when she's playing. Or mm -hmm. She doesn't seem like it. And yeah, I feel like the perfect acting is as if when you look as if it's natural, mm -hmm. except that, as you described, you're putting a lot of the work on it. And so how do you deal with this kind of paradox of acting? How do you prepare to be not prepared when you're playing? <laughs> uh, the, the beauty of not showing... <laughs> That you have been working on it. Yeah, yeah. But you said that for a role, you will work sometime for weeks to understand the personality, the character, and everything. And how do you deal that in the end, you have to do as if you didn't work at all, but mm -hmm. you're just a good person? Uh, well, there are different approaches, uh, different techniques and methods. Um, I was taught the Stanislavski method, um, the Russian method. Mm -hmm. So... I'm trying to get away from it a bit because it's too theatrical for me, at least as I was taught. Um, mostly, I like to work with the text, you know, trying to read the subtext of it, what other characters say about my character, how would she said this. It's more, more than building up a character. I like to understand the lines as where do I pronounce this or where do I put the volume on this and just the first thing that I do is like I play a lot with it like I, I try to understand okay this situation is about um, I'm jealous that you are going out with your friend I don't know so uh, I engage in like I joke a lot like uh, you're here again uh, you know I'm jealous about it you know it's like with my With my friends or with my partners, I joke a lot with the text. So it feels very light. So, uh, and I figure out a lot of different ways to, to say it. Um, like on, on a workshop, I was working with a friend and the first line was, uh, Ed likes to dress up, dressed up in costumes, you know? Uh, we were talking and people were talking and just called her like, oh, come, I have something to tell you. I said, oh, well, what is going on? Ed likes to dress up in costume. And she started laughing about it. And because I wasn't doing the car uh, playing the character, I was just playing with my friend, mm -hmm. you know? And then she started doing some lines and then I started over and I went to all of my classmates and said, Ed likes to dress up in costumes, you know? I said, what? No, I'm sorry, it's just, that's my first line, you know? Um, so I play a lot with the situation, uh, with some sentences that I have to say, to see how they feel. 
because it's very natural to me like you know like Ed likes to dress up in costumes and you start playing with that and it come it start coming very naturally mm. you know? and uh, oh, I was about to ask a question about theater but you mainly do on video on you don't do theater uh, uh, I do my own shows <laughs> by myself everything like this time I try to to do this big choreography for eight dancers and they allow me to have rehearsals in a big uh, cultural center and we did auditions and it was a very um, a big project and during the rehearsals we have like four months to rehearsal I didn't know what I was doing I didn't knew crap what I was directing. I just wanted to do a representation of the life of Isadora Duncan with a contemporary view of, and it was a mix of stuff that they didn't have um, an objective or a clear line. So people start leaving. Uh, the dancers they stopped coming to the rehearsals. And I was left alone. And I have a, a writer and a, a voice coach. And it was a lot to digest. Uh, we never were able to finish it up because I didn't know what I wanted to do. But later, I took that experience and I put it together and I did a, a solo show explaining how I failed big time in trying to do an A-people choreography. So in this show, I do the A-dancers choreography by myself. Mm -hmm. And explain like, how was the process? Um, how was the casting, the auditions, the rehearsals? And why do I think I failed? You know, so at least that is on the stage and, and I have done it like on on apartments or in little back, back jars and in theaters too uh, but that's just me with everything <laughs> i put the music i put the lining i put everything and i have dire directed too like uh, a show about um called i always wanted to be an actress and it's about three girls that always wanted to be actresses but Uh, they couldn't make it. And it's, there are three stories. Like, they told me why they didn't become actresses, and they have different issues, and we put that together into different stories on stage with photographs, videos of their, their real life. It's a biographical uh, documentary theater show. About uh, three persons that couldn't become an actress. That resonates, of course, a lot with all what you say <laughs> during this first uh, this, this episode where that you absolutely want to not be one of the story of this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, it happened to me a lot that when I met new people and they say, oh, what do you do? I'm an actress. Oh, you're an actress. I always wanted to be an actress, but, but blah, 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 blah. So, so, so I said, listen, do you want to be an actress? find me two more people that's going to be is it that always wanted to be an actress call me back and we will do and I will do a show for you like no way this was a Tuesday on Friday three people call me on Monday we rehearse the first time mm -hmm. and and we start rehearsing like twice a week 
uh, and that's how it happened because a lot of people approached like, I always wanted to be an actor. So I'm just very sick about this. So let's do the show. You know, I will, I will let you become an actress now, you know, and it was a very, very lovely process. Uh, very insightful. I, I really like the, the the idea that you had uh, about the, um, uh, the the dance show that you did, but like to do a show about a failure, to do like you you had an experience, uh, you tried to do something that maybe was out of your uh, zone of experience, uh, you failed, like you. Uh, like honored up to your own failure and you you look through and said like ah oh, i've failed why did i fail and then you take that and you create art you create a show based on that that's a fantastic uh, uh I, i don't know if we can call it art but okay thank you very much <laughs> yes you haven't seen it yet <laughs> that's true uh, maybe we have to see it first before we can judge you <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out how life looks like from from your perspective uh, and there's something i was thinking of um it, it's about the suspension of disbelief when you watch a movie or or a dance um a, a dance show or, or whatever is it possible for you to enjoy it as a naive um watcher or Are you already in your mind in the technicalities of how this is done, how it should be done, how you would do it if if it were your play or your role, or, or can you just you know enjoy the story as as we do? I enjoy the story as you do too. I'm very naive about what I watch. I have to set myself like, okay, I'm going to take a look on how this character moves. I have to. Uh, set it on my mind. Otherwise, I'm just like real-world people <laughs> watching movies and the stories or dance show. Um, the thing is, when something is good, you just uh, let yourself go into it, you know? So I forget about everything and just start feeling what the character is feeling or being amazed by the story. So, so, so the magic still works even if you know... How, how it works. Yes. Yes, it's always like that. Is it like you can switch it on and off? So like you can switch on your analytical acting brain when you watch like when you want to. Like so if you if you were watching something purely for research, are you still enjoying that movie? If you watch a movie for research purposes, do you like do you still enjoy it? Uh, what I do, I when I have to do that, do the research, uh, I usually, for instance, I watch the movie uh, as a normal viewer, you know, so I get the, the same impressions. Um, um, and later when I do the research, yes, it's just purely technicalities, but I always try to... Just get my first impression, even with a book or with a text or with a script, you know, because it, um, it's very important for me to get what it makes me feel, you know, that's the main part. Uh, later, if I have to understand some more technical aspects, I just focus on that. And when you watch one of uh, one of your movies, is it possible for you to watch it as a, uh, as a normal viewer? 
No, 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 no fucking way. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you can't, because you are very much. Oh, I shouldn't do that. I should. Uh, oh no. Oh my god. And you just. I feel like awful, and I feel like I do better. Um, so I cannot watch myself like and enjoy. No, there's too much uh, backstories yeah. on it. But but also like almost any sort of art form is very subjective. Like if you like it or not, it, it can be very different. Like what kind of taste or opinion you have of of movies varies from person to person. So there's always going to be people that that will like what you do, even if you think it's really bad, or people that don't like it, even if you feel like I did really well this time. But when when I'm on a movie and people like it. They don't like me. They like the whole movie story, characters, and I'm just one little part of all that creation, you know. And just acting for something that someone wrote, put a lot of thought. Someone put a camera, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So I'm just helping them to get into their own process and objectives. It's not. It's not my work. Yeah, but uh, to wrap up with the beginning, there is still this uh, movie actress, this movie actress that is on the poster, that it's her on the poster, it's not the war story. So there is still, although I guess in this want of being an actress, also the fact of being seen and recognized by the of, oh, I, I like Mary Strip. And we know Mary Strip, we don't, we know more Mary Strip than most of the characters she did, because now she is like, a, Uh, an actress that is very well known, and I imagine you also have this dream. <laughs> no, uh, I think I would love to be recognized for what I do. I don't think I am prepared enough now, so it would be very fake if mm. I was very recognized now. Mm. Um, I think that I I would be happy also just working in movies. It doesn't have to be like big films. Mm. And if my work is good, I'm going to book bigger roles, bigger movies. And I, I don't I don't know how good it would be if like uh, I'm like the big movie star mm. advertising, whatever you want. I don't know how it would be. I don't of course it's a picture that is is on my mind mm. because it is a possibility. <laughs> But truly, I just want to be acting on, on, on the screen mm. um, with the students, with independent filmmakers, uh, going into film festivals. It doesn't have to be the Oscars, even though I told my family to start looking for dresses for the Emmys next year. <laughs> I, this is my time. <laughs> Okay, we'll look. <laughs> at it. So speaking of your family, do do they support you? Do they understand? You know that cosmic force that pushes you uh, in that direction, or are they worried for you? Are they angry that you didn't become a lawyer? How, how does it work with them? Uh, specifically with my mother, uh, she's very worried about me. Uh, she has always been trying to. Uh, 
or, or encouraged me to take a decision to that leads into a more stable life, you know, that I can economically um, pay for my stuff uh, and being in a stable situation. So she's very afraid of what I'm doing, always. <laughs> and she didn't want me to study theater. We struggled a lot when I was on at a school. And I think it was very hard for us to deal with us. We had a lot of issues back then. I didn't feel that she supported much of this career. She, uh, she paid for my school, she paid for tuition, but she wasn't as happy. And she only asked me like, if you're going to do this, like you better be the freaking best. And I've been trying so hard to do that. But still, she has backed me up on every decision, but she's very scared about me, I think, still. And some other things she will always be because it's a very different uh, kind of life, you know? She is used to, well, in Chile, we're used to like this. After senior year, you go to college and then you go to work, then you get married and you are in debt for 30 years to pay for the apartment and the two kids, you know, that's mainly the the lifestyle. So approaching something that is not traditional, that is very unstable, that you have to be sometimes lucky just to get into the industry, I think it makes her feel very worried and I'm like very passionate about everything. So it's like, I'm moving to Barcelona. (laughs) What? And I have like pictures of uh, in the airport, like uh, here she goes again, Uh, here she goes again, Uh, here she goes again. Like every time that I say like, mom, I'm moving to Sao Paulo, when? Monday. It's like, what, but how, and this, and this, and then she's, driving me to the airport, have a good fly. Like she's the best, you know? Uh, I think she just want me to, she wants me to succeed, but she's scary about, uh, about this process because I'm scared too, you know? I don't know where this is going to lead me. Do, do you have people around you that, that understand why you're doing this? How, you know, it, it's not something that you've, you've chosen, you have to do it. Do, do they understand this or is everyone trying to bring you back to uh, to a more traditional career? No, they're very excited that I do this yeah. because they're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, yes, you go, girl, do it for all of us, you know? And what they tell me a lot is like, oh, my God, you have so much courage to do this. I, I don't know if I could do it. It's like, I, I'm freaking scared. I don't know if I'm very courage about it. Um but they think it's a very exciting process because it's like moving abroad, meeting new people, going party. Uh, it's not like that. <laughs> but uh, they support me a lot. My friends, like, they're very proud and say, like, don't forget me when you're famous and stuff like that. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, who are you? It's like, <laughs> I'm starting to forget you. But and my friends in Chile, they're lovely. They, um, we play football together. There are like 40 women that play football every week. And they make like this big goodbye party to me. Um, they were very, very supportive and cheering up for all my new adventures. 
Thank you, Romy. I think we will uh, close the interview here. We, you will have another episode in one month. Uh, no, we know we are monthly. We don't know uh, yet who it will be, but it will be available so on YouTube and Spotify and iTunes and any major podcast uh, platform like Acast. Acast, very, very big podcast platform in Sweden. Yeah, like Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And maybe we have a quote from Romy. Uh, just uh, something like a, f a phrase or motto that you like are using as a mantra for yourself or have have used or something that have inspired you um, in this in this sort of journey of you taking this leap. Is there anything that have inspired you in that uh, decision to to go to Europe and to do something? But, but it's very crappy. It's like. Don't stop believing. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to end this show with that. No. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, no, you have to say like journey. Yeah. Don't stop yeah. believing. <laughs> I don't know. No, really, we're going to end that with that. I think I've got your salvation quote. <laughs> I might be misquoting because okay. it's something I read ages ago and um, yeah, I, I, I don't remember how it was written exactly. It was by Stephen R. Covey. You know, it's one of those uh, self-help books, uh, a guide about successful people or whatever. Uh, the, yeah, the seven habits of uh, successful people. And uh, th there was a quote in there that really um, um, impressed me. It was about courage. It said, uh, the courage is not the lack of fear. It's the belief that there is something beyond the fear. And you make me think of this. Uh, like you said a while ago, I'm not very courageous or, or whatever. I believe you are. You're, you're fantastically <laughs> courageous. You're really brave. Uh, you, you are the one facing the everyday hurdles because you know that it's worth it. Uh, and this is, you know, all your friends saying, I couldn't do this. I wanted to be an actress. I can't. I, I guess this is probably one of the things it boils down to. Um, it, it's having this belief that it's worth it, that this is what the universe wants you to do. And I, I'm very, very admirative and very impressed with, uh, with with what you're doing. And I do hope you'll be the next Cleopatra. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so thank you all. Thank you. And uh, see you next month. See you next month. Talk soon. <laughs>